Rastas and hippies, welcome to the As Above, So Below podcast. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to the As Above, So Below podcast. I am one of your hosts, DJ Townsville, a.k.a. The Rasta Yogi. And I am your other host, Ty Simpson, a.k.a. Hippie Heathen. I think welcome, we're just trying welcome, to test... Welcome. I think we're just trying to test their patience at this point. Welcome, welcome back, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're back, like we never left, even though we did, but we're back. <laughs> for a minute. We left for a minute. Oh my goodness, it's been it's been crazy, but we're back. Yes, yes, yes. We have topics. We are free finally. Mm-hmm. We have a new setup now that I have a computer that I can play around with. At home. <laughs> he has a computer at home, guys. So we're I leveled up, damn it. New year, new me. <laughs> Good. This is what I'm this is what I'm about now. Yes, yes, yes. So what has been up? Oh, man. Um, well, first, I guess we should catch up and let them know what we've been up to. Um, we just They're like, get... look, y'all better have something, damn it. Ah. There needs to be a reason for this. <laughs> well, other than our pure sanity, um, <laughs> we have been busy I'm, with... I'm barely hanging on to that. Barely hanging on. I mean, it's the end of the year, and I think especially now um, with us being done with mostly everything, now we're like, okay, kind of trying to catch a breath, but also trying to prepare for 2018 Mm -hmm. as well. So this little space that we have, this last little week, we're like holding on to this little bit of (laughs) (laughs) peace that we have before the new year starts but um we just got back from detroit on my last yoga day of the season or of 2017 year yeah um was in detroit and it was absolutely incredible um thank you to lisa and carrie of yoganic flow for hooking us up with that amazing space oh my god beautiful space the people were amazing Oh, God, listen, I don't even want to talk about the snow. If anybody was watching my stories <laughs> during our Detroit. So tell them that. Tell them your 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 lead up to getting to Detroit. Oh, my God. About the, the Uber guy. And he's, he's telling me about all he's naming. Like he's like, you need stuff for your head, your arm, um, your head. People have on like double double triple padded gloves and like thermal socks and all this different stuff he's like people walking around with shit across their face and he's like and i'm looking at my bag and i'm like i don't have any of this stuff i don't have anything i'm like this guy he scared me half to death but sure enough i get there and people are walking around with shit across their face all these big (laughs) gloves everything and i'm just around here with my little forever 21 jacket that i went and picked up last minute because like, I don't have you any like you were just clothing. going to like a nice little oh cool God. climate. You didn't realize you were about to walk into some snow. Like I've never as been we landed, in that snowing. atmosphere ever in my life. It was my very first time. Like, of course, Atlanta has little, but you know how we our snow days are in yeah, Atlanta. Y'all shut the city down because <laughs> nobody has salt. Like, put right. some Epsom salt on. So some, we are not really, you know, used to that whole like literally snow is just like the norm. No, yeah. so that was pretty intense, but fun. Um, well, I went to school, I went to high school in Memphis, I went to college in Kentucky, so I saw snow days, I know how to drive in the snow. No, I'm so. from Florida, from Miami, went to school in Florida, went to high, college in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> 
No. <laughs> you didn't know what the hell was going no. on. No. <laughs> no, but we did. We had a great time. Thank and you so much. And we went much to, to see the reef. I was getting to it. Oh, okay. I'll let you tell that part. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was going to say thank you to your organic floor again for hooking us up with a beautiful space. We will be back. Hopefully in the summertime, but we'll get to that. And thank you so much to our friends at The Reed. Shout out to Kid Fury and Crystal. Thanks, Kid Fury, for having us. Yes. We appreciate it. I was I was excited to see it because I've been listening to The Reed since they started. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they say all these crazy things and they have all these reactions to each other. And you're like, damn, I wonder what their faces what their faces look like while they're doing this. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now you can actually see it. And that <laughs> shit was hilarious. They are pretty funny. Like, yeah. hilariously funny. So yeah. I'm happy we got And we got, got a to... chance to chop it up with them after the show and talk about podcasting and just yeah. life in general. Yeah, so I'm like, how do you cool. do? You, does it ever get like you know not scary? Because I know for me, I'm like, and he's a, he's an introvert too, so he's like, you know, no, he's all he's he's nervous, you know what I mean? Yeah. But he doesn't act like it. I guess we probably don't act like it either. But um, just him, t- just him sharing that, you know, he never knew that it would be what it is now, um, mm-hmm. was just really really inspiring. Because every day yeah. we like. Um, <laughs> um, we're looking at each other like, um, <laughs> how long did it take us to set up today just for this oh episode? Oh my god, it took us two hours, two hours. Oh my lord, so, we yeah. gone May one it. day. We're gonna graduate to having sound engineers and all this good stuff, so we don't have to do we sound are. checks every we five are. seconds. We are, we are, we so, claiming yeah. it. Yes, so. We have a new uh, segment that we're going to add to the podcast. So we didn't mm. we didn't want to come back and say, okay, we don't have anything new to bring them. We don't have any kind of, you know, new fun things that we're doing that they can um, relate to. So we, we did bring something. We have the As Above, So Below segment. So each week what we will do, you know, between us two is we'll come up with something, you know, for the So Below, something that grounds you, something that you might have seen, heard, done, read, in the week that grounded you mm-hmm. and also as above then that's something that you know elevated you in some way mm-hmm. so if you have any as above so blows that you want to share with us you already know where you can hit us up at as above so below podcast at gmail.com yes so please do, you, do what share was your, <laughs> you want me to go first or you go first oh i don't care okay, um, i'll go first okay <laughs> or do you want to go ladies first get gone just <laughs> <laughs> So I'll start with my so below. My so below this week was um, in researching for this episode because we're about to get into some shit. Um, <laughs> I actually practiced comedic yoga this week. Oh my god! Did you love it? Did you absolutely yes, love it? I did. I know. It, it grounded the hell out of me. Like it really brought me back to my roots. And if oh you want to get into this argument, the roots of yoga. Right. So. I, yeah, I, I, just, I I just I think that every black person person should experience um I mean yoga of course but definitely try to experience comedic yoga. I think everybody, not just black people, but especially absolutely. black people. So we feel that connection to our mm-hmm. ancestors like no other. You know what I mean? Like it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. So So I watched um I did pretty much what I did when I first started yoga period was I went on YouTube I searched for the comedic master himself, Yersir Rahotep, and mm-hmm. followed along with a couple of his classes. So, yeah, it it really brought me back to earth, my roots. Nice. And my as above this week is a quote. So, if anybody listens or knows about podcasts, you know that um, the podcast community, hip-hop community, lost um, Reggie Osei, a.k.a. Combat Jack. Rest in peace to him. But, um... 
don't know if you ever do you like listen to stuff or just like how we listen to the read or listen to podcasts and you feel like you like you sitting here talking to these people face to face as they're you know chopping it up with other people that you don't know. So I listened to his podcast so many times and um, just felt like you know he was somebody who elevated the black voice, especially in podcasting. Mm-hmm. But he says um, a quote that ever since I heard it, I was like, wow, that like, it's very like, it's very dope to hear. But then when you really sit and think about it, it's like, damn, that shit's very true. So every time he finishes his uh, or finishes podcast, he will end off with this quote. So I want to say, you know, in respect to him and also as my as above, which is something that elevated me. And his quote is uh, dream those dreams and then man up, woman up and live those dreams because a life without dreams is black and white. And the universe flows in technicolor and surround sound. You better say it. That you better like, say every it. time every time I hear that, I'm like, damn, like that's a perfect ending to a podcast. Wow. That's so amazing. That's my as above it. for this week. Rest in peace, Reggie Say, aka Combat Jack. Rest in peace. Okay, so well my grounding, um, or me just you know, something that grounded me this week was really small, but kind of I don't know, to me it meant a lot, but me just noticing like my little plant baby <laughs> growing a new leaf <laughs> like I was so excited like I took pictures I took a video but the plant is like as tall as me so it's a really big plant and so the stem is really big and so like I'm excited to see when it starts to like unravel and like I'm just mm-hmm. excited about that <laughs> nice. so yeah that's that's my grounding exercise or something that grounded me just just reminding me that like when you nurture and when you water stuff that is important to you you know it grows mm-hmm. you know something beautiful you comes out turn of that. that into so, a gym I'm just saying, like, you know. <laughs> yeah, so that was my ground, something that grounded me this week. And something that elevated me this week, I would say, is me catching up with Miriam um, Hasna's latest YouTube video. Um, she is a, she's like an energy worker, um, mm. among many other things, but she goes by rap- vibrational medicine on Instagram. Um, but she had a new video talking about the new earth DNA upgrades, <laughs> which is like how to awaken and ascend. So, um, she's basically sharing the difference between like old paradigms or uh, old ways of thinking or old ways of the world. Um, and the new paradigms or, or new shifts that, um, are starting to happen with people and, you know, how people are starting to transcend, um, and discover just a completely different way of viewing the world. So like, I was just like all geeked out (laughs) all all about on, on her and just like watching the video. So it was just really interesting. Um, I've always been drawn to that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, that was, that was very, very elevating for me and just something I needed to see for sure. Like so for yeah, where you gotta I share am. that video with me. I need to. I need to yes, watch that. Yes, you have to see it. It's very good. So, do we? Do, I mean, we didn't go over announcements. We just pretty much caught up. So let's mm-hmm. do announcements real quick. So mm-hmm. we talked about this, and then we pretty much went on our hiatus. But <laughs> the Sri Lanka retreat is happening March first through the seventh in Hiraketia, Sri Lanka. We have. As yes. of right now, four spots left. Four spots left, and it's probably it's probably horrible that we haven't been like talking to our <laughs> podcast family because our pod fa- podcast family show us so much love and so much support, and like mm-hmm. uh, at most of the events that we've been going to, and like even like. Um, 
our um, our retreat in the, the Bahamas, oh, um, and all the you know people have just been reaching out to us from the podcast, from our podcast little tribe. So like we we we're, we're sorry, we're really sorry, <laughs> but. <laughs> <laughs> to just get this to you, but we have four spots left, and so yeah. if you're interested in catching up with us in Sri Lanka, where we're going to like be hanging out with our little monkey friends and going on a wild <laughs> um, elephant safari, I can't wait. Anyway, we'll talk more about that later. Um, yeah. So, but yeah, that's so coming yeah, the up. Cut off the cut. The deadline to sign up for that is January twentieth. So, you have about what three weeks? Mm-hmm. Three and a half weeks. If that. For a deposit? No, not deposit. No, for the full thing. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Dang. Damn, we are like almost two months away from that. Oh, man. How fast does this like catch up to you? It's crazy. Can't believe that we're teaching. We're actually teaching a freaking yoga retreat in Sri Lanka. Like, (laughs) what? (laughs) Two little black kids from the ghetto. So no, that's that's crazy. I love it. Though. Sri Lanka's in March, March first, and we are gearing up to announce our Yoga Day tour in 2018. Mm-hmm. So, do we want to say the the cities just yet, or we want to wait for that? Um, we could just mention where we're thinking about going. So, if they're in these areas, they can kind of keep their okay, their, keep their um, eyes and ears open. Mm-hmm. So, February, we're we're looking at New Orleans. March, we're looking at Atlanta, April, D.C., May, Houston, June, Detroit, July, New York City, August, Chicago, uh, September, London, shit. <laughs> October, we're looking at Charlotte. And in between those, we're, have, we're keeping dates open just in case, like, somebody says, hey, you know, bring yeah. y'all asses out here. So, right. yeah, those are <laughs> the yoga tour cities right now, the dates and lo- exact locations of those uh those classes will be announced on both of our websites soon and, of course, on social media. So, yeah. Yep, yep. I'm excited about that as well. So, so let's what get are we talking about this it. week? Let, let's, let's get, get it. It took us 14 it. minutes. <laughs> you know, people, people like us to just get right into the Right, damn people content. are like, okay, get into what you're talking about. Get into I had to this. skip 10 minutes to get to what y'all was talking about. <laughs> you better listen to these damn announcements. <laughs> Can't with you. <laughs> oh, man. That's too funny. So, I feel like we have been like revving up for this episode just because in the past few weeks we've seen so many people, big name people, big name yogis in the mainstream yoga community addressing mm-hmm. this topic. Mm-hmm. But we wanted to get, I mean, and they've done a pretty good job. I feel like they've missed a couple aspects of it. <laughs> so we wanted to give that that uh, perspective as people of color, yogis of color. So today we are getting into... The represent, representation or misrepresentation of yoga. of yoga. Yes, yes. So, let's see. What do you have for us? Um, well, I just would like to say personally, I think for us as yoga teachers who are also media creators and people who have a voice and a platform and influence, that it is our job to expand um, the vision of what a yogi looks like and, you know, the us to talk about these things that are affecting the yoga community because as we know our voices aren't seen or are you know or heard very often um as black 
people and as black mm-hmm. yogis, especially <laughs> um, it's non-existent. So we just wanted to just talk about it from our own perspective um, on what we view um, that's happening in this in the yoga industry, yoga community, um, in the mainstream, in the industry. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, so yeah, that's kind of what we. That's why we decided to have this 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 talk today. Yeah. So, um, just getting into it, we wanted to talk about you know why. Let's see. I mean, I don't even know if you can go that far back, but why does that misrepresentation exist? And um, <laughs> shit. Like I just said, it goes on in every industry. I'm a personal trainer, so it goes on in the fitness industry as well. We're starting to see a a bigger um, boom of people of color being um, uh, represented in the fitness industry, a little bit in the yoga community and stuff like that. But just things like um, Oscar So White type thing is going Mm -hmm. on. But Mm -hmm. and that gets, you know that gets addressed quickly. <laughs> right. But I mean, right. because it's such a big industry is of course it's going to, but in the yoga community, we don't see that at all. Like you see all of these, um, all these brands, all of these, these apps, these streaming companies, they're always pushing these yoga classes at you. And mm-hmm. for people like us, we look at them like, damn, I wish somebody who looked like me could, you know, <laughs> could be right. Exactly. Yeah, be on these mm-hmm. covers and be, uh, a featured yogi in this streaming service and stuff like that. So I mean, this is something that. And my thing ahead. is, if uh, if you're looking at it, yoga as a business, which it is in this westernized space that we're in, obviously, mm-hmm. right? It makes sense if you know your target audience and who they are. Um, that's what that's who you go after, you know. In 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 mainstream modern yoga, what is what is what a what does a typical yogi look like? <laughs> mostly white mostly skinny mostly woman you know mostly a woman mm-hmm. so that's what people are used to seeing so it's 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 hard even for like the black community when they see yoga they don't think about black people they think about mm-hmm. a white woman <laughs> a little skinny mm-hmm. white woman and t- you know what i mean and expensive leggings and so one they can't afford the damn <laughs> um leggings you know they don't feel welcome in the community or in the in the space that it that they're in you know what mm-hmm. i mean so it's 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 very difficult to to maneuver that I was having a conversation with a friend of mine who is also a yoga practitioner um, and he's also a yoga teacher and he studied all over India. The guy, um, and he was just saying how as black people, we need to stop worrying so much about who else is in the room and focus on what we came for and what you expect to get out of it. And, you know, and why I agree with that to a certain point, um, I feel mm-hmm. like he's also speaking from perspective of someone who's been on this journey already, you know, who's mm-hmm. already in the trenches and knows and have already dealt with all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's already aware, you know, he's aware, self-aware. Yeah of himself you know so I, and I also point, pointed out to him that he's not taking into consideration that people of color when they don't they need to feel comfortable in a space that you're yeah. like when you're doing yoga that is so intimate it's such an intimate thing that you're you know having to be so vulnerable in. like you want to feel like you're in a space where you can be vulnerable and be safe yeah. and not looked at or judged or whatever so yeah those things matter <laughs> I think he's he's missing the point that just like you said he's been practicing for a while. I'm sure at some point in his journey before he was, you know, what we consider enlightened or mm-hmm. woke or conscious, at some point you ask yourself, you know, 
damn, I'm the only black guy in this room or I'm the only black person in this mm-hmm. room. So you, at some point, you think about that and wonder, you know, why aren't there more people in this class or what are studios or yoga instructors doing to reach out to get more diversity in their classes? So mm-hmm. that's why it's so important for us to address this topic to show, not show our practice, but let people know that there's more people that look like them that practice yoga. I think for me, when I first started, if I'm thinking about back when I first started taking yoga classes, like out in the, you know, because I was a self-taught yogi for like the first, almost the first two years. So I never even encountered people in a yoga class. I was always, you know, at home. But when I did go, I I wasn't expect, I guess I just already wasn't expecting to see a lot of people that look like me. So I wasn't shocked when it wasn't a lot of people that look like me, I guess, because when I'm following people on social media, like I was, it was mostly just white people, you know, white representation mm-hmm. for it. And so um, I was already, I already knew what to expect and I, and I've already, I was already doing it at home. So I felt comfortable enough to take that step for, but for people who are stepping into that territory for the very first time in a, in a setting, like a class setting, you know what I mean? It's, it's gonna, it's, yeah, it's very intimidating. So absolutely. And my, my journey started pretty similar to yours where I was self-taught, started in my living room, not so much because I was um, worried about re- seeing people like me in yoga class, but more so because of the price and proximity. Like, yoga class wasn't near me. So, I mean, we'll get into that a little bit later. But I started on YouTube, uh, got comfortable enough to even share my practice. But I don't want anybody to hear this and think like, oh, I need to get, I need to learn at home before I'm comfortable enough to be in that space. No, we right, absolutely no. need people <laughs> of color in yoga studios. And even if you're the first one, that's amazing. But, um, yeah, and it's, that's just, just very important and representation matters because no matter how much we see people of color doing yoga on Instagram and, and on, you know, whatever social media you're on, or you go to people's classes, they, it's, it's a big misconception that, you know, we say yoga is like for everybody. Yoga is, is, is good for any people, any walks of life. But the fact remains that we don't see that in mainstream yoga. We don't see, (laughs) we don't see people of color on certain things. We don't see, you know, full figured women or men. We don't see older people. We don't see people with disabilities. We don't see any of these people practicing yoga on, you know, these apps and these, these websites and these clothing companies and things like that. So it's it's just a big problem that's going on where people f- don't feel welcomed into a practice where, you know, everybody's supposed to feel welcomed. Right. Online and in person, it's just not representation, period. Not at you all. know what I mean? So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what's crazy is that we just because, I mean, and we, I don't want to, we don't want to speak for everyone because we, you know, don't live the life of everybody that we're referring to, but we are people of color and we have to be honest with ourselves. People of color in America, especially need probably wellness and yoga the most just because of everything that goes on, everything we've been through in this country. We need healing. We, we are the, we are the very people that need wellness the most. And it out of, in my opinion, (laughs) um, and out of any other, uh, group of people, um, and that is who the yoga community tends to neglect, um, and neglect and <laughs> the <avoid>. most. <laughs> yeah. 
for sure. Um, I was looking at some statistics on um, just black women in yoga um, in the United States, and it says that 2% of black women in the United States practice yoga. So it's out of 16 million women in the United States, and only 30,000 of them um, are black women who do yoga. So <laughs> that- I feel like... I feel like we're like right here eye to eye because before you even put these statistics in the notes and stuff, I was looking for statistics of black men who practice yoga. Oh my God. And it's I'm, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I didn't even find a statistic. Exactly. So <laughs> I'm looking through, I'm looking through blogs. I'm looking through articles and all these publications that focus on yoga. And I'm like, like I said, looking for a statistics, uh, statistics on black men who practice yoga. All these articles and blogs, all they focused on was, oh, how long have yoga practitioners been on the mat? Or what other forms of physical activity do they participate in? Or how likely are they to continue their practice? And it just just put, like confirmed with me that um, how important this convo is and how much the, the writers and the bloggers of these sites neglect the fact that, you know, people of color aren't on the mat. And they're not making any effort in trying to trying to bring or attract people to the mat that they don't normally see. Oh, no, they, no, they, they're, they're, they're not at all. So I think, I think, while I think I can speak for both of us, but correct me if I'm wrong, but while I didn't start my practice to, for the purpose of representation per se, mm-hmm. it definitely has become increasingly important for us to, to do more and say more and, and, and expect more out of the companies that we work with, mm-hmm. um, the brands that we, you know, collaborate with, um, all of that. Like we take that in, into consideration when we, when we do any kind of anything, because it's important for us, for it to be, us to be represented properly. Like it's there's nowhere you're not gonna pay me to promote a product for you that you are not uh, you know displaying or making it available to my people like exactly it's just 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 not gonna happen or and that or, goes for you know. that goes for yoga studios when we travel and teach at the in these cities we the first thing we look for are studios mm-hmm. owned by people of color yeah or in, I mean because it's just important for us to to. To and yeah, it's important for us to to make some noise and let them be be seen and like you know because otherwise they just wouldn't be heard of you know and it's, yeah. and we have so many black people online or like I just you know I wish there was a yoga studio in my area mm-hmm. or you know and 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 it's hard sometimes you know for black um, studios to even just get get out there you know what I mean just get yeah. you know it's just, it's just so difficult for us. Um, I mean, so and we've gotten. I, you've told me about it. I've told you about it. We get emails, we get DMs, we get messages all the time of people who saying, who've who've told us like you were the reason. Even in Detroit, the, the young lady came up to you and said, "You're the I reason know. why I started practicing yoga." Like, oh that, my god, that, that's always. So, I, I mean, and it's so crazy that, like, you know, we kind of you know are considered by people as like the pioneers of like you know black yogis on instagram you know what i mean and so that is always like okay (laughs) i could take it it's weird so it's Um, like it's like we feel good about it but you also it's sad because you yeah it's 2017 we've been practicing since what 2012 Mm -hmm. and it's Mm -hmm. like people are saying like oh i practiced i started practicing because of you 
where it's like, damn, I wish some, I wish companies but had focused on. But look how far on... we come, though. Like, no, I'm serious. Like, think about like when we started practicing yoga and like the representation that was available on yeah. just Instagram versus like five Asian years later, like yoga. now. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. look at it. Right, exactly. You're inspired <laughs> by Asian woman. I was right. You know, I was inspired by a white man. So, <clears throat> sorry. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's I think the wave is changing for sure. Um, I do think, however, um, well, I'll say this, you know, throughout this yoga tour, it's shown me how very important it is to see yourself reflected back at you when you do Mm -hmm. yoga. Um, And I think, like you say, the most common thing we hear our students say they're so grateful to be in this room filled with like other positive people that look like them you know what I mean because we've been taught to to give each other a hard time or to judge each other or to compete with one another or to like one up the next woman etc etc so when we are in these spaces with people of color and feel genuine love genuine support a genuine um, connection um, it's like a natural high right (laughs) and and we carry it with us and I'm sure they carry it with them um, for days and even weeks at a time and so it's that feeling that you get and 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 that's the feeling that I want to keep getting and giving over and over and over again and and not even when we (laughs) teach like it's amazing when I'm about to start a workshop or a class and I look out and there's 15 20 30 black people sitting there looking at looking back at me like that's dope but I mean even as a as a student like I want to sit down in the class and see more people not just because it makes me feel more comfortable but just knowing that more people who look like me are getting the healing that they deserve Mm -hmm. or that they need and just doing something that's for them. Like, yeah. we, we come from big families. We know what it's like, especially for mothers, to, like, have to do everything for their children, have to mm-hmm. help out, you know, spouses and, and family members mm-hmm. and friends and stuff like that. Like, damn, it's dope when you see 30 black women that's doing something just for them. Or It just feels amazing. It just feels really good to, to, yeah. to witness that and just to be a part of it every time. Um, and then even the retreats when we do them and we get this, you know, our, we named our retreats and our yoga days Unite and Empower because yeah. that's what we, you know, we, we plan to do. I think when he and I yeah. get together, that's what we create. And then we want to essentially like do that with every, you know, any anything that we put together. Exactly. Um, and it absolutely doesn't mean that we're excluding anyone because we get a diverse group oh, of people. Absolutely. Absolutely not. And like, I think, oh my God, it's amazing. Like I love, like, let me, yes. Let me not say that I do not love, um, I love the diversity in our classes. Mm -hmm. Like we get some of the most, like in our Detroit class, we had the 80, he was an 80 year old man. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, we had this, um, this really curvy, um, black girl that Mm -hmm. was in there. We had, uh, we had white people. I mean, we had every, we had a lot of different, everything, everything in there. In even Detroit. even it was on crazy. the retreat, like in the Bahamas. Even on the retreat, was... yes. Yeah. So, I mean, I love, don't get me wrong when I, I, you know, I don't want y'all to think that, you know, like that's not what we're, I no. Want black people in class. We just, but... well, no, right, exactly. That is not what I'm saying because I, I've made the most genuine connections with people of all races, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But um, for us as black people, I feel like that, that I can't, I cannot take that away from us that we are the people that need the most healing and we are the most misrepresented um people (laughs) around you know so that's just that's just what it is that's the truth so to help i mean we've addressed it so to help out um i guess maybe studios or or people or instructors um help them understand why yoga doesn't seem like an option Mm mm-hmm 
So, I mean, for I said it before, like, yoga class for me, when I first started, it wasn't cheap. Like... Oh no, yoga classes can be very expensive. So if you're <laughs> yoga classes could be fifteen dollars a class, then you got your fancy yoga gear that people want you to buy, then you want your yoga mats that's go for a hundred dollars. You know what I mean? And it's not really it's not even about that really, first of all, yeah. you know, but we get, you know, blindsided by this modern yoga you know this is what you need you need this you need that you do not need anything to start yoga you just need yourself and your open mind um and a space (laughs) where you can just move around a little bit that's it like you know what I mean (laughs) you could be in a closet right I would I would recommend if you need if you get one thing it would be a mat (laughs) obviously (laughs) um but you don't need all that stuff you know what I mean and I think we we have to remember that um as 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 black people and just as anybody in general you know you don't you don't need all that stuff and you 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 have to remember why you are there you know we have to remember why we're doing yoga in the first place or why we're coming or why we're getting it why we're needing this healing or why we're needing this peace or whatever and just stay in that space you know Mm -hmm. and I know it's difficult to say that like I say to people who are just coming into it being that we are you know, we have been on this journey for a little bit and, and now we can we can say that. It's easy for us to say, but it's also yeah. something that we have to remind people of too. Yeah. So So I mean um, just like she said, all you need is space. Um and don't think like there is a specific thing you have to do to be doing yoga. I people ask me all the time, like, does your daughter do yoga with you? I'm like, No, like the physical yoga she doesn't do with me all the time, but she has her own form of yoga. As long as she's peaceful and finding some kind of transcendence and whatever she does like my daughter does drawing and animation so i'd (laughs) say that's her yoga so when we say yoga it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be like she said in yoga pants on a yoga mat in a yoga studio moving Mm -hmm. and stuff like that is if you can sit down and breathe somewhere you're doing yoga if you can sit down and stretch for a few minutes you're doing yoga if you can find something anything that brings you peace and tranquility you're doing yoga you're doing meditation all of that is important but i mean Mm -hmm. and sometimes like I said earlier as well, like sometimes it's not an option because of proximity. Like sometimes you have to go. I live in the the outskirts of Orlando. I don't sometimes want to go 35 minutes to go to a yoga class. And some people can't go 35 minutes to go to a yoga class. So anything that you can find yourself doing that brings you stillness, that brings you peace, that brings you some kind of healing where you're not focused on the everyday struggle of, you know, this society that we're in, then you're doing yoga. Mm hmm. Yeah, and another reason um, why yoga isn't very accessible to, uh, you know, people of color is because yoga studios are typically concentrated in only wealthy Mm -hmm. areas, you know, um, and wealthy areas are not accessible, not convenient or comfortable for a lot of people of color um, to want to venture to. Um, But now that there are like yoga studios popping up everywhere, seemingly on every corner, (laughs) there's a lot of room for growth in this area. So I want to make I hope that. Um, this will cause a lot more diversity mm-hmm. um, and but we we can't do that without having these hard conversations and exactly. doing the work um, so yeah I feel like a lot of these bigger platforms like you said at the beginning are starting to challenge and hold these companies and studios accountable for you know the lack of diversity so and just like we're doing now doing our part to speak up against it and and about it so I think in time <laughs> um, 
I'm hopeful that it will get better. But, you know, I recently just had to back out of a challenge um, because a sponsor that was a part of the uh, challenge I was doing was a company that had no representation um, mm. <laughs> with their $140 leggings, uh, <laughs> who's had countless allegations against them for sexual misconduct and um, for, like I say, lacking any diversity from any groups um, of the marginalized people. So, yeah, I'm like... Uh, I'm like, no, it's not happening. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not signing up for it. Can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> and as far as the yoga community um, meeting the black community, although as blacks, we definitely come from an array of um, experiences and communities. I'm speaking more specifically about churches and religious practice. And there's a huge hurdle to overcome um, in the black community as we, you know, think about yoga and in, in, in religion, you know, you know, mm-hmm. that whole yeah. spiel we get from our family oh, and friends I've, I've every day, you know what I mean? <laughs> all the time. Like, that's why a lot of black people don't practice yoga because, you know, they, they think it's, it's <laughs> you know, it's satanic or it's, it's from the devil or, you know, all these weird or, things. Uh, what they say um, is um, what I've getting, gotten a lot of is, oh, it's a Hindu practice. When you're doing these poses, you're praying to a Hindu God. I know. And it's, let's, it's like let's backtrack. Exactly. So we're experiencing the challenge of educating them and convincing them that the practice of yoga doesn't make you it doesn't make you Hindu or you don't have to it doesn't conflict with your Christian values um, that a lot of black people and you know have like most things in the world it came from Africa oh my god like <laughs> that's the saddest thing at all, of all is that people our black people don't know our history you know what I mean yeah. it's not surprising obviously given the circumstances of what happened to us but so, you know it's sad that we don't know our history we don't know where where yoga came from so let's let's read a study <laughs> let's read so a study. <laughs> i told you i went down a rabbit hole my my so below my grounding exercise for this week was practicing comedic yoga i did that because i wanted to know more about the actual history before it went you know before it migrated to india yes mm-hmm. migrated to india so it didn't start in india but the um the comedic master, uh, Yersir Rahotep, he wrote an actual article about all the studies he'd done on on yoga and where it started and how it migrated to India. So I will read this from, from his, these are his words. So it says, um, the origin of humanity. DNA studies show conclusively that the original modern human beings emerged out of Africa over 3.5 million years ago. The people of India, who were originally an all-black people called Dravidians, had DNA that originated in Ethiopia. Ethiopia is part of the African region called Kush that included ancient Egypt, Sudan, and Ethiopia, um, all of which comprises a large chunk of Africa. He said um, in the book Opening to Spirit, author and yoga master Shola Arewa, I want to say that right, but I probably didn't, draws the connection between ancient Indian stories of the origin of humans on Mount Meru with East Africa, where the actual mountain of Meru stands at over 15,000 feet in the shadow of Mount Kilimanjaro. Um, There are many similarities between words in Sanskrit and the ancient Egyptian language as it relates to yoga. For example, the word Hatha, which designates the the general system of yoga and means moon and sun, similar to the ancient Egyptian word Hathor, which was originally pronounced Het-Haru by the ancient Egyptians. Hathor or Het-Haru is the goddess of the moon and sun. So in ancient Egypt, uh, he also put uh, in ancient Egypt, she was personified by a cow. Interestingly, the cow is held sacred in Indian culture and is never killed. The Indian cow goddess Kamat Henu 
like Het Haru represents the sacred mother of fertility. So just giving you a little bit of background on how they the two coincide and how it started in one place, migrated to the other, and was adopted by others. So that's just a little bit. You can go in, like I did, and go into a deep rabbit hole of... <laughs> comedic yoga and how it um migrated and then how it again migrated to the west where it's become what we're talking about today of uh, a whitewashed version of itself right right and i think you know uh, piss enough people off with that uh, uh you might piss some people off you know but <laughs> they're getting a they're getting a read today so i think they, <laughs> <laughs> it's a trade trade off <laughs> so what can we do to to we're like you said before. We're doing our part in trying to change the the community that we see online, see on TV. When we see yoga, we see skinny white women. Nothing wrong with that, but something wrong with that. Right. Like everybody practices yoga. We need to change what the the mass majority of people see when they think of yoga. So, what can we do to help change that or help spark that change? Well, like I said, I think as far as um, the black community is concerned, we definitely have to take a look at ourselves um, and, and, and remember where we came from or learn um, where we come from so that we're open. We have to be open um, and, and able to see beyond the dogma of what we've been taught. And I think that's going to be really, really crucial for the black community to make any change as it pertains to even... Um, being open to practice yoga uh, or, and, you know, it being, being able to be, you know, a person, being able to be a part of this whole thing. So, mm-hmm. um, I think that's important. I think for us to, I think for yoga teachers, I think we, if we can stand to do so, we could offer free classes or workshops for beginners. Um, mm-hmm. however, I know that, um, it's a lot of yoga teachers that are already stretched and super thin. Um, and just like, oh, some people, it's not a, it's not a lucrative, uh, right, right. And just like some people not, might not be able to afford yoga, not many yoga teachers can afford to offer free classes. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, if you can afford to, I think um, that's a great way to do it. Um, I think also us just being open to listening to other people's stories, to ask more questions, um, to remember that ultimately this is about a more collective consciousness. So it's not really about you and and how you feel about the skinny little girl that's right next to you doing yoga. You know what I mean? She she's there to do yoga, too. And so (laughs) so, you know, let her do yoga and you do your yoga and, 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 and get what you came to get off of the mat and and let her get what she you know what she came to get off the mat you know there will always Mm -hmm. be little skinny white girls there will always be bendy showboats like me and handstand show offs (laughs) like dj you know (laughs) there there always be (laughs) them and us but seriously just you know try to stay on your own mat and let yoga guide you to your own journey you know the own journey to meet yourself and that's that's what i think people have to remember um so yeah that's that's my little so and and this goes for everybody, people of color as well. If you are interested in yoga, I would say invite friends, create a network that you can go to yoga classes with so exactly. that you are the community that people see coming into yoga classes. Mm-hmm. I know it's hard sometimes to get anybody to come do something that they're not interested in. They may not be, you know, they may not be too convinced about. But I mean, it's something that if you say, hey, we're going to go do a yoga class, it'll be fun, or let's go do this as, like, a, a girl's day out, or or if you're a guy, like, it's, there's ways you can get in there. Like, 
hey, we just worked out. Let's go to a yoga class. It'd be dope. Like, let's try something different. And make a day of do yoga and lunch or yoga and something. You know, like, so it's yeah. like a, what, you know, something fun to, to do. Yeah, come um, to yoga day. <laughs> right. And again, I say to people, you know, sometimes you go into these classes where you don't see people who look like you. And I feel like that should be OK. Like you want to be that culture at, you know what I mean? If you see people who aren't, you know, it's not a diverse diversity in, in the studio, you make it. <laughs> you make yeah, the diversity exactly. happen. <laughs> so, you know, be comfortable in who you are and know that what you are doing is helping um, while you mm-hmm. help yourself. Um, so. And I mean, for people who work in uh, in media, work for these companies, work for public relations or they're the marketing manager for certain companies, make sure that you I mean, if you can't directly put somebody that isn't the norm in a yoga class on a cover of something or on an advertisement or something, make sure that you let it be known to the people who can do that, that, you know, that's important. Uh, I mean, I don't want to use money as a motivator because it doesn't motivate us. But, I mean, black people got money, too. (laughs) Curvy people have money, too. Everybody needs yoga. So you're not hurting anything by saying, hey, you know, there's another group of people out here that need what we're offering. And if, I mean, if they are, you know, if they object to that, then shit, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Yeah. Right. And I, I mean, so we, it, it seems like, like we're, when we go through these, you know, steps we can take to change, we're hitting pretty much everybody who can make a change and hitting all, you know, points in the spectrum. But if you, studio owners, if you own a studio, if you um, have gone to a community that you probably wouldn't have normally gone to a few years ago and you're building a studio, make sure that you reach out to the community. Don't just be a leech on the community where you're just a building there Mm. and people can't go in or don't feel comfortable going in, Mm -hmm. especially if you're a yoga studio. Like, do some work in the community. Invite people to come in. uh, Go out and help the people of the community, the community that you're using to make this money that you're making. Go out and give back to that community. Be a space for healing that the community needs. I've seen so many studios in gentrified and impoverished neighborhoods and they're doing amazing. But then it's like, damn, these same people aren't in the yoga classes. I see all these people walking (laughs) by and not one of them have stopped by or been invited in to be a part of this yoga journey or start their own journey. You don't know who you might be helping. Absolutely. Remember that. that guy that walked in off the street in um, Detroit. I don't know if you knew. I don't know if you saw him because you were teaching. But he walked in and he was looking all like he, you know, he had on his little big coat. Looked like he was lost, first of all. Mm-hmm. But he walked in and I and I got I caught his eye or he caught my eye and I walked over and I'm like, you okay? You know? And he's like, yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm just trying to see if I want to, you know, participate. You could tell you never even seen what yoga was. Like you could tell it was so new to him. And um, he sat in the back and I was like, well, you know, you can grab a mat. I can, you know, slide you on over here so if you don't feel comfortable you know being out you could tell he was very intimidated he's like no I think I'm just gonna sit so he I let him sit in the back and he sat there the entire class and then our acro class like he sat the whole rest of the time and just watched the whole entire thing he was just so in amazement and emailed yeah. me after to tell me thank you Yo, for letting that telling me this I, I don't know <laughs> this is what Ty does y'all she'll have some kind of crazy thing to happen to her that is beneficial I know or and then he emailed me thanking me 
for um, just being open to him sitting there because he know you know some people would have thought it was kind of weird or said no and but he's just very interested in it and he didn't know you know how it would feel or how he would look and all this stuff and then you know he was very and I was like you know I pointed out that it was a black man teaching yoga how amazing was it for him to walk in there and see this black <laughs> man up there teaching yoga <laughs> okay <laughs> yes had <laughs> I known he was back there I would have invited him like I would have given him my mat like here yes. you I got a mat for you right here he Come was scared in. he didn't want to get up there so but yeah just <laughs> even that like it was just you know that kind of stuff happening needs to happen more and so I'm excited yeah. about 2018. So things like that, invite people, just like Ty said, like invite people to come in, even if they don't, in, in um, even if they don't participate in the class, have them watch the class, see what it's like to be in a yoga class, mm-hmm. see what the energy's like. You n- never know. They may, like just like that, they might email you and say, "Hey, now I'm interested in yoga because mm-hmm. you did something as small as allow me to sit in the back of the class and watch." Now he knows what yoga is about. So it's not just, you know, a bunch of people that he can't relate to doing yoga and chanting and stuff like that. Chanting words that he doesn't understand or shit we don't understand. So, yeah, invite people in. You never know whose life you might change or whose health you might change by just inviting them into a studio. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, for everybody, uh, people of color, yoga instructors, yoga studios, people in media relations, all in all, just be accountable. When you say yoga is for everyone, be accountable to that. Assist, invite educate introduce yoga to anyone who is open and ready for the practice does not i mean we say you know everybody can do yoga yoga is for everybody but not only can yoga, can anyone do yoga but anyone can benefit from yoga yes most people can i tell that to everybody you know people's like who where does yoga you know who is yoga good for anybody everybody all the bodies literally <laughs> <I like that. laughs> so um, you know, I, I and I want to I guess we want to ask you guys out there, you know, how do you guys think that we can bring more diversity into yoga? Like if we miss anything um, and you care to share, definitely reach out to us and let us know things that we could uh, mention, um, um, you know, that we're, we're not thinking of. And if it's any of you out there who are black or curvy or older or disabled or whatever, um, share with us anything that you've dealt with in the yoga community um, that you, you know, if you care to share with us, uh, we would love to hear about it from different perspectives. Also, if you guys know of any yoga and wellness companies or brands that do do their part in representing different marginalized people in this industry, please feel free to share them with us um, so we can shout them out and and just so we know, you know, more about them. We do have a few companies that we've worked with that are either black mm-hmm. owned or very good at representing um, these people, i.e. us. <laughs> um, <laughs> and uh, so there's a black leggings company called Luca Fit. I actually did have a conversation with the owner recently um, about the pants and she, you know, was doing some background research on them. So I was so excited to help her out um, in building that brand because, yes, girl, we need that. <laughs> um, Black Girl in Ohm is a platform that um, is created. I think I've mentioned them a few times on here because I do love them so much. Um, but they're for women of color. It's a podcast. They have a space um, that they um, platform on Instagram and a website. Um, they do different events and host all kind of things over in Chicago and all over. Um, and I love, love, love their podcast. So you should definitely check it out. Um as a space to for women of color to heal um, mm-hmm. and grow in. Um, 
Then there's Curvy Curly Conscious by Sheila Marie. Shout um, out to Sheila. Shout out to Sheila. Sheila. Um, that she started recently this year um, that is like a self-love day kind of thing that she does tour around different cities to do. And there's so many more of them popping up that I just don't know personally or can't think of right now that are happening so just keep your ears and eyes open maybe we can like do something to share those events that are happening i don't know we'll yeah, dj and i'll talk about that um and then there's always united in power events hosted us. by us, <laughs> us to join um so yes definitely do you have any um companies that you can think of um or I, brands or you know you know, I'm on Instagram all the time, so I'm always finding different uh, different platforms, or not even platforms, different people, people or different pages that are very good at highlighting, you know, um, accomplishments in the black community or helping to um, educate the black community. Like uh, Shaka Bars is one of them. He's very well oh, known. Oh, I love but he's Shaka dope Bars. At, he's dope at, like, um, you know, educating people on veganism and the history you know, of black people, about, the history, yeah, the history uh, and talking just, about, and he does amazing mm-hmm. work in Africa. Like he posted a video once where like he showed up at this, um, I don't know if it was like a school or something like that, but he walked through the door and those kids like, Oh yeah. That's school he's building. Yeah. He's building a school. You know, I'm, I'll be stalking like Shaka Bars. I dope. love him so much. <laughs> so even though he's, even but though he's yes. not like a company or like a, a, a big brand or something mm-hmm. like that, just stuff like that, where he's reaching out to, to the forgotten people. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. And then also, um, shoot a company I work with Sun Warrior they're not a black owned company but they are very great at representing people and supporting us they're actually I guess we can establish this as an announcement they're actually going to be one of our uh, new sponsors yes, starting in the, the new show. year <laughs> so excited our first sponsor <laughs> we so, were definitely yes. not expecting that so it was like no. what do you want to sponsor they like threw that in the email really? and i was like oh by the way it's like really <laughs> motherfucker <laughs> wow so I'm, yeah we're kind of excited about that <laughs> so yeah definitely hit us up and let us know about any other companies brands people mm-hmm. who want to highlight them maybe that's something we can throw in there as like a little segment yeah in the beginning or end of the show like that'd be dope but um yeah, that's, I mean, that's going to do it for us. Yeah, uh, pretty much. Quickly. You want to sum up? Um, yeah. Or you want to discuss 2018? Not even sum up. We can just thank thank everybody who supported oh, us. Yes, who of course. shouted us out in some <laughs> way or another, who came out to an event, whether you came to, um, came to Detroit, you came to New York, you came to Miami Yoga Day, whichever one of those. Even if you tried to come, wanted to come, were interested in coming, we appreciate the support. Yes, Everybody absolutely. who listened to the podcast and stuck with us even through our um, our hiatus. <laughs> thank you guys so much. But thank you so much for joining us. Um, happy holidays to everybody, no matter what holiday you celebrate. Even if you don't celebrate a holiday, happy 2017 to you. Mm-hmm. Um, we will, next time you'll hear from us is 2018. So happy new year happy to everyone. Happy new years to everyone. I hope you guys are having an amazing um, time setting those intentions or not, um, whatever you feel like you need. But um, I definitely am trying to set Setting up intentions. your uh, new year, new me yeah. vibes. Well, <laughs> you know, that too, if that's what you're on. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. Thank so, you guys so much. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to call an audible because Ty couldn't think of any music. So I'm taking over right here. Um, yeah, shout out to Jaden Smith because I didn't know 
that he was making music like this. So I'm throwing one of his new songs out from his album Sire on here for our music <laughs> of the week. So this song is called Watch Me. So we are going to play that. You can listen through. You can do whatever you need to. But this is what I've been listening to all and morning. And don't forget so our, our little our little. I'm not done yet. To go. I'm not gonna forget this oh, time. Oh, oh, I actually okay, put it in. The, I put it in my notes. <laughs> oh shoot, guys! He put it in his notes this time. <laughs> Aren't you so, cute? <laughs> thank you for for supporting us, for sticking with us, and as always, Namaste. namaste. One, one love, such, such is, is life. life. Happy New Year, Happy guys. New Year's, guys. Can't find me up, up in a way I give a fuck about your wave My nigga, I surf every day Drowning my soul in the basement Look, I ain't got much in the bank I got a lot I can say Got up with goddesses, hey I hope you forget my mistakes oh, yeah. I run around with a renegade You should take a seat, save your energy I try to heal the guys with a band-aid In a time of need, you call your enemies I landed in a visa and I need a visa I ain't playing with you, this no mama me I need a hottie toddy with a body, yeah I just spit the knowledge, then I'm out of here that's the day yeah, when we come around yeah. This is your time when we want it now How big is your army? A hundred thousand If you want the rain, then we coming down It's time with the cool, I'm awesome Keep flipping the Carsons, we should run for the pool I got the fire flow, the department exhausted I owe nothing to you I'm in the Tahoe, man, you making me nauseous Pulling up with the crew You such a high beast, man, you making me vomit Look, watch me, watch me Watch me do this. It's always been more than the music. You riding weights on the back of my cruise ship. Look, watch me, watch me, watch me do this. Since 2012, I've been the coolest. If you do not get it, my nigga, you foolish. That's the day yeah, when we come around. This is your time when we want it now. How big is your army? A hundred thousand. If you want the rain, then we coming down. Look, look. Look, this shit is out of here You got the heat, I was not aware Me and BB out in Rotterdam Got a new man, damn, now I see him He on the floor on my Coliseum I hope the guy, he don't sign a prenup See my ex on the street like I never seen him Watch me, watch me, watch me Do this, you see me dancing like I'm Elvis Just tell your man that it's all in the pelvis Watch me, watch me, watch me Do this, since 2012 I've been the coolest If you do not get it, my nigga, you foolish that's the day yeah, when we come around This is your time when we want it now How big is your army? A hundred thousand If you want the rain, then we coming down